Today's topic, best SEO strategies for your website with Victor Terevhovsky. Welcome to episode 9. Get ready to discover yourself, grow and transform your world here at Smiley Talks with your host, Joseph Paul Smile. Good morning. I am Joseph Paul Smile, the CEO of Smile Real Marketing Agency and your host for Smile Real Talks. Smile Real Talks is super laser focused at helping you discover yourself, grow your business and transform your world by connecting you to countless entrepreneurs, coaches, business experts and professionals that are well experienced in business, health or relationship matters. Victor, you're very welcome. Yeah, hi everyone. Right, thanks. So before we jump right into this um, conversation on the best SEO strategies for a website, I want you to tell us more about yourself, how you even got into this whole you know, website world. Sure, sure. So hi everyone, my name is Viktor Terefovsky. Uh, I'm based in Ukraine and uh, I work as the head internet strategist at Branded Innovation, which is the US-based uh, marketing agency. So, um, as for my SEO and digital marketing background, so I started uh, as an SEO specialist in 2013, I believe, like around seven years from now, and uh, got some cool cases and proven success record in different niches from SEO standpoint. Mm-hmm. So I started working as freelancer and then started working together with uh, as an employee of brand, at Branded Innovation. So uh, yeah, got a bunch of cool stuff to uh, to share, and we'll be glad to do that today. Amazing, amazing. Okay, um, you know the moment I got into digital marketing personally. Um, I got to know a couple of things about, you know, I constantly hear them talk about um, the acronym SEO, SEO, and I was like, SEO everywhere in digital marketing, and I got to know is the search engine optimization. So I'll start by first asking you, you know, having you explain to us what SEO really means, the types of SEOs, and what is important about this SEO. So basically, uh, SEO is uh, obviously search engine optimization. So uh, basically, it means that uh, your website should be discoverable and visitors can find you on any search. Uh, so either it's Google search or Bing search or any other search engine and even like YouTube. That's also another search engine, and actually, after Google, it takes second place in terms of search volume per day by the customers. So, uh, I should say that um, the SEO and the main goal of SEO is to make sure that uh, your website or any other asset, let's say either video or landing page, is optimized according to the rules of these search engines in order to get ranked higher and ideally on the first position in search for specific key terms. Mm. Uh, so these key terms uh, you define uh, independence of your niche, your business field, but uh, the key point here is again 
everyone is on Google right now, on YouTube, uh, on social media, but like almost everyone uses Google search today. And it's significantly important for you as a business owner or website manager who would like to promote his or her own website to be ranked in Google top in order to get visitors. Because obviously, if your website doesn't get any visitors, mm -hmm. it's useless. So you need to make sure that your website is getting traffic and search engines, uh, they are a great resource of traffic just because when someone is searching for specific key terms, let's say it's your target audience, your potential customers, if they are searching for specific term, they already have the intent to buy, to buy your product because they are searching for it. And uh, that's why SEO and search engine optimization is significantly important aspect of digital marketing and is, I should say, number one item in uh, the list of the optimization and marketing activities you should be working on from the marketing perspective. You know, while I still get some clarity before you unleash you know, to us your proven best SEO strategies for websites, I have a few more concerns which I believe would help our listeners gain more clarity. Yeah. Yeah, so I want to know, what is the main purpose of using keywords in SEO? Um, obviously, in case if you are optimizing a website for the specific category of keywords, adding these keywords to the website content is significantly important. But at the same time, what you need to avoid is keyword stuff. It's like old school tactic, which is obviously when to the past, but uh, like I believe 10 or 15 years ago, it works in a way when you are, you are adding a bunch of related keywords to your business, you are adding meta keywords as well to your website and your website was ranked in the first position of Google. And uh, then Google eliminated this uh, tactic and um, prohibited that. So right now, I should say keywords are important but you need to make sure that you have a clear plan in terms of how you will use the keywords on the website. What pages will be dedicated to what keyword? So ideally, from an SEO perspective, you should have like at least maximum two, three keywords for specific page. So then you know you are promoting this particular page for these keywords only, and that's it. What happens very often right now is um, SEO specialists optimize, uh, for example, home page for a bunch of keywords and trying to get ranked uh, with this home page on this uh, huge list of keywords, but it's not the right thing. The, the, the best practice here is to dedicate specific keywords to a specific landing page. So Google understand what page specifically showcase on your website okay. in Google search. Great, amazing. So what are the functions of you know things like spiders, robots, and crawlers on the website? Because I also hear about that. Just I need to gain clarity on all this before I really understand what um, SEO strategies to apply to a particular website. Because I believe you've you know, had so much experience in this, you know, SEO 
basics and management, the advanced. So I want to know what are all these spiders, robots, and crawlers on a website? And in determining its level on the search engine, what does it really do? So basically, every search engine has its own crawl. Crawl is some sort of like, let's say, spider which goes to the website and uh, reviews all the pages of the website. Um, the main purpose of this crawler is to identify the pages which will be indexed or other words added to Google search or not. So uh, the main goal of SEO specialists in terms of website crawling by uh, search engines is to make sure that all the pages which have important, important content and which have, let's say, which will be helpful for your customers uh, will be indexed in Google mm -hmm. search. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, all the pages which uh, don't bring any value to the customers. Mm -hmm. So for, as an example of this kind of pages, I should uh, say like, if you have a blog, you have different tags or categories on the blog. So the pages with these tags or categories should not be indexed just because they don't bring any value to your customers. And at the same time, there is the definition of the crawling budget. So the crawling budget is the, let's say, the number of pages which will be actually crawled on your website by search engine. So obviously it relates mostly to the huge websites like e-commerce websites or okay. uh, like news websites which have tons, like thousands of pages and they publish them almost daily. Mm -hmm. So um, these uh, websites um, arise the point for SEO specialists how to optimize the crawl budget and to make sure that this crawl budget is spent effectively and this crawl budget is spent only on the pages which should be in Google index and isn't wasting on the pages which uh, shouldn't be there like uh, as I mentioned blog, like tag or category pages category of blog pages so um, yeah, it's very important and also we need to make sure that for these crawlers we don't have set up any blocks uh, on their journey on our website. So what happens uh, pretty often, uh, some SEO specialists, uh, when they redo or redesign the website, they uh, add specific comment to the robots.txt file robots.txt file uh, is the file which contains the main directive, all the directives for the search crawlers and mm -hmm. spiders. So they add the directive no index to this uh, file. So search engine can't reach the website just due to this specific comment. And once the website goes live, this SEO specialist, they forget about that. And this no index comment still alive, even when the website is already launched. And business owners wonder why our website isn't in Google index, why we don't get the traffic from Google. It's pretty simple, just because there is the comment which actually blocks 
search engine from calling the website. So you need to make sure that your robots.txt file is optimized properly, that the link to your sitemap file is also placed in robots.txt. So all this kind of stuff like sitemap, robots.txt and calls, it's all about making sure that the pages you need to show to your customers are in Google Index and vice versa. The pages which shouldn't be there, isn't indexed and even uh, aren't crawled by search Understanding crawlers is, is huge, you know, spiders, crawlers and all that. So it's, it's, it's your term, but I, I've been hearing it and I needed to know what it is. Even though I didn't sure. get everything, but I got the basics. <laughs> okay, importantly, um, we all hear about black hat and white hat SEO. So what does it really mean and does it really matter? for, let's say, specifically um, e-commerce websites and maybe websites that offer services, generally? Sure, so um, there are white hat and black hat and even gray hat SEO techniques in SEO world and um, there are a bunch of uh, cases with for, for any of these tactics. Uh, the main difference between them is the result in the long term, long term results. So, uh, white hat techniques, they allow you to get the result you, you'd like to achieve, but with some more efforts and with more time spent. Black hat techniques, they, uh, they are fast into the results. But sooner or later, Google Search Engine will find that you're cheating. You are cheating on the website with, with it <laughs> and actually penalize you. So it's some sort of like risky game. Yeah. So I, sh I, should, I should not advise uh, to SEO specialists working with Black Hat SEO just because uh, it's not like the best practice. It's, uh, I should say, uh, not professional from an SEO standpoint. Just because the, at the end of the day, the uh, goal of SEO is to make sure that we are getting long-lasting results for years from, from our SEO activities. And in case if you are building black hat techniques, uh, you'll be penalized. You'll be penalized in, um, in some moment when some more Google algorithm will change or Google algorithm will identify these uh, tricks. Uh, so, yeah, there are a bunch of tricks and uh, I believe uh, SEO specialists uh, know about them. So, every, I believe every year I, I find, like, earlier, like, a couple of years ago, I, I, I found much more of them, but as right now Google is updating its algorithms more often and that's why it's hard to identify, like, black hat techniques which actually work. So um, I should not recommend utilizing them, but at the same time, if you'd like, just test them or like see how they work. You can create uh, some sort of personal websites for your SEO needs. Like a, a lot of SEO specialists do that way. They create the websites for like any business niche and uh, testing all these SEO techniques there. So you can try that, but I should not recommend you using that for real businesses and especially for your, for your customers. 
Oh, interesting. So generally, black hat is just illegal, <laughs> except for this yeah. One. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So basically, it's um, it's illegal in terms of uh, the penalty at the end, you know. So um, the the main penalty here is that all your effort and hard work, which you actually will put into this black hat certificate, because they actually they they need. Uh, some amount of efforts and uh, time to implement all of this. So uh, all of this will will be eliminated at one day, and all your hard work will will go to, to zero. Absolutely. And that's just a waste of time. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, I'll go to the last part of this clarity session before you we delve deep. How do you you know track your you know SEO progress? How do you know if it's working or if it's not? Uh, so basically, start, when we start working with the project, we um, connect uh, some marketing tools to that to make sure we are tracking progress. So not only Google Analytics, but some other tools we utilize to make sure that we are tracking all the progress from an SEO standpoint. And uh, once we finalize the cleanup, we start testing our hypothesis and implementing the, all the SEO stuff based on our plan and then we see like we review the website at least like three months if we see the positive progress and usually do um, we keep improving these results with new content on the website in case when some pages aren't grow in terms of organic traffic from google search we do some like a b split test and test another versions of this page we even create like new content for this page, optimizing it for uh, another keywords. So all this kind of stuff. And it's all about looking at your organic traffic trends. Also, it's very important and a lot of SEO and marketing specialists forget about that, but it's very important to add annotations in Google Analytics to each time you did some changes on the website. So, um, in case if, when you see the results of these changes, you'll be able to attribute these results to specific changes in the website. So, looking at SEO and organic traffic trends, uh, making annotations to every change on the website you did, and making sure you are testing different versions because obviously you won't be successful from the first like time initially, but okay. for all the website pages. But at the same time, testing different options and making changes on the website will help you to find out that ideal version of the website landing page which will help you bring more traffic from organic social That's a great method. Even though it's it's pretty, you know, it's easier said than done. <laughs> it's easier said yeah. than done because it's something that one had to put so much time and energy into tracking that whole progress with the um, whole annotations that you mentioned. So um, sure. I'll, I'll go now into the favorite part of this entire podcast. So now can you share some SEO strategies that digital marketers, e-commerce owners, coaches, and coaches and much more should apply to their site in order to rank in their search engines? What are these outlined strategies? Sure. So basically, our strategy in terms of uh, the 
optimization of the website is pretty simple, but at the same time uh, hard. So what we do basically is we scan the website and analyze all the bottlenecks and the gaps from an SEO standpoint. Then we prioritize this these kind of things and uh, what we need to put into the first place. So we need to make sure that our website is technically optimized, especially for mobile devices. So you need to make sure that your, the mobile version of your website is super clean, super easy and user-friendly. So that's the main goal of the website. And in case if your website is 100% optimized from an SEO standpoint, but your mobile version sucks, you won't success. So um, you need to work with dev team to make sure that the website version of your website is significantly clean, it's user-friendly, and the customer isn't confused on your website, especially using mobile devices. So in, in this specific case, I should recommend using heat map tools uh, like Hotjar or Lucky Orange. So they help you to identify the patterns of your visitors on the website. So when we when we cover the list of all the SEO items which need to be fixed uh, as well as technical items, we start working on the website cleanup. So the website cleanup is um, Obviously, making sure that all the content parts of the website are optimized, including not only text content, but also images and meta content, which is which contains meta titles, meta descriptions, all this kind of stuff that you see in Google. Yeah. When you are searching for something, like your website will appear and this meta title with a description will appear as well. Um, I should recommend not to stop only on these uh, high-level uh, activities, but also deep dive and work on uh, this such sort of thing like structured data. So structured data allows you to showcase what is your page about to search engines more effectively and uh, search engines actually like structured metadata because they can uh, easily scan your page and understand what is it about. So the most popular structured data uh, types which we use, they are obviously for the homepage, those types are business, organization, website, page, and also we utilize this structured data for blog post which help us to rank our blog posts for uh, informative queries uh, pretty simple because we optimize them, write great content, and, and yeah, that, that's pretty. So uh, once you finalize the list of the items you need to cover and you fix all the issues of the website from the content standpoint, like as I mentioned, you optimize not only text content, but also images and um, so, for SEO, it's not only about optimizing the content, but also optimizing the website itself. So, in case if you see like the bounce rate of specific pages is pretty high in Google Analytics, you need to investigate why this particular page has so high bounce rate. Potentially, there is some sort of like uh, technical issue, or there is some uh, sort of uh, miscommunication between the 
key word which uh, the customer entered and the final content on your page which you displayed to him for this specific query. So there are a bunch of um, like reasons and uh, pitfalls uh, in terms of bounce rate, but you need to make sure that your bounce rate is not higher than 65%. Just because if it's higher than that, Google will um, identify your page as non-relevant and it won't show it up in Google search due to its high bounce rate. So make sure you are tracking just the stats from the visitor's standpoint, but also you are tracking the bounce rate on the website. It's very important as well. And in terms of strategy, I should say that you need to finalize the website cleanup first, and then you can move forward with off-page items and also creating the content calendar. So obviously, this mobile version of the website and fresh content on the website, these two items actually make SEO success. If your website is technically optimized and mobile version is pretty simple to use by your visitors, and you publish new article or blog post or new page, uh, let's say new content on the website at least once per week, you are in a great position to get ranked on first page of Google and even in top three. It's pretty simple. Google right now uh, values in the websites the mobile responsiveness and the relevancy and the freshness of the content. So you need to make sure that you have the content strategy in place. And what we typically do along with the on-page cleanup, uh, while we are working on the keyword research, we are creating the content calendar. So we pick up most, uh, let's say, most business relevant keywords and main business keywords yeah. and go to the tool which calls BuzzZoom to find out what topics are really popular right now for these specific terms. So if you enter this specific keyword to BuzzZoom, you'll see the list of topics which are in trend right now. Uh, so there are a bunch of Facebook shares, Twitters, Twitter shares, and all this kind of stuff. So you'll get the ideas what content you should write on your website. So your content will be shared uh, as many times as the current popular posts are shared by your customers. So once you have this list of topics, you need to create the task for copywriter and uh, point the key items which need to be done on this text. So for example, you need to make sure that you outline what keywords, uh, what, what keywords should be used there, how many times there should not be any keyword stuffing, and uh, some tricks like you should use the keyword in the headline in the first paragraph of your article some sort of like small tricks and also you should use uh, your keyword as an anchor text for internal links so um, once we have this on-page cleanup and content calendar creation uh, process completed we start 
focusing more on the off-page part of the work and at the same time monitoring the website health, making sure that all our pages are active, we have no broken pages and publishing new content on the website. So this is, let's say, month two. When we start working on the off page and at the same time managing the website and publishing new content. In terms of off page activities, uh, for SEO, it's significantly important to get backlinks out of mm-hmm. So don't believe in myths when someone tells that they can promote your website without backlinks. That's lie. So uh, you need to you need to make sure that you are getting new backlinks on a regular basis, which is super important because if you, for example, let's say buy links and you buy, let's say 100 links at a time, and then you don't get any links to your website, it looks very unnatural for Google. And at some point, it, it will understand that you bought these links and uh, you should be penalized for them. So the main idea behind the link building process is to make sure you are getting new backlinks on a regular basis. So you are getting new backlinks from different content sources. You are getting not just links, let's say, from guest posts, but you're also building citations, you are building business listings, you are creating links uh, in video content. So the page which has the link to your website should be relevant to what your website is about. It should not be the website from which is related to other niche promoting your website. Again, it looks not not natural. And look at this process like Google does. So Will you place the link, in case if you have like the furniture business, will you place your the link to your website on the fitness club website, for example? I believe, yeah, I believe no. And that's the way how Google analyzes that as well. If you buy links on this like non-relevant websites, it means that you actually bought them and you should be penalized for that. So, um, there are a bunch of backlink building tactics. Um, we prefer only white hat tactics like building the relationships with the website owners, website managers, website editors, which manage content on their website. So, we either suggest them uh, writing the content for their website and put the link within the article or uh, add the link to our uh, one of our articles uh, on their website to improve the quality and uh, uh, the authority level of their blog. So this is like one of the uh, main building uh, tactics. I should advise um, Brian Dean uh, from uh, Backlinko or something like that. So the, Brian Dean has a great uh, strategy and a bunch of uh, guides on link building techniques. So I should recommend I recommend reviewing his guides on that. Yeah, Backlink, I believe his website. Um, starting from this point, uh, what we do is we are getting new backlinks. We are publishing new content. 
we keep our eye on the website health and its technical issues and mobile responsiveness. We keep our eye on the stats, what is our bounce rate, what is our trend in terms of organic search. And then based on these trends, we make some adjustments, we make some A-B split tests, we implement different techniques um, in terms of how we can engage the website visitors so they won't leave so fast and the bounce rate uh, will go down. Uh, so yeah, it's all about managing, analyzing and tweaking things. But uh, I should say the key, pro the main priorities here is they are first monitoring the website, second is publishing new content, and third uh, constantly working on the link building. And as I said, in different ways. So only this, in this case, you'll be successful in SEO just because you are doing things which Google likes. And your main goal is to make sure that the things you are doing looks natural, they look professional, and they don't look like a spam. So, um, yeah, so my main tip for uh, 2020 and versus which is like, Follow the guide, follow these three uh, keys that I mentioned, and I believe you'll be successful with your SEO activities. Amazing. Super, super amazing. I love the part where you said uh, managing, analyzing, and tweaking things. Managing, analyzing, and tweaking. So that means you can keep trying strategies and know which work for you, because that might work for a coach, it might not work for an e-commerce you know, marketer. So um, you see, there's something I needed to get clear about the bounce rate. You mentioned that the bounce rate, if it gets to over 60, um, Google can you know, have you penalize or something. Like you're not gonna appear on the search engine or something. I wanted to clarify that. And can bounce rate be fixed and Google can maybe have you back? Can that be done? Yeah, sure. So. Um... From, what, from our experience, uh, like in case if your website, the overall bounce rate of your website is higher than 65%, 65%, the rankings and the search traffic goes down. So um, the bounce rate has the direct impact on uh, Google rankings just because, uh, so let's imagine the situation where somebody is typing the keyword related to your website. Um, somebody typed that keyword and uh, saw your website in the first position of Google, which is great. Um, the visitor goes to your website and identifies that the page that you are showing to him, showing him uh, for this particular keyword isn't relevant and go away from your website immediately. How Google reacts? Google sees that for this specific keyword, you are on the position number one, but visitors who uh, got to your website, to this specific page, for this specific keyword, went out from there immediately. And it's a direct sign, it's pretty simple. Uh, Google understands that for this specific keyword, your website isn't relevant because 
uh, website visitors uh, go out from there immediately and the balance rate is high. And what is the decision? Google takes you down because uh, obviously your website isn't relevant to this specific query. So uh, that's the case which we uh, see pretty often. And that's why we focus on reducing bounce rate. So you will, you, you will never get the bounce rate like pretty high. No, sorry, pretty low. I mean like lower than 50%. It's, it's super, super low bounce rate. And uh, all marketers know that. But at the same time, there are some sort of reasonable numbers there. And uh, I should say 65 is okay. But like 70, 75, that's numbers which already should, should warn you. And higher than 75, it's significantly bad numbers for, for your website. Okay, let's say for e-commerce stores, for example, how is the bounce rate measured? Because they're actually selling products. So people come in and maybe they just want to, you know, go through the website for aesthetic pleasure and they don't buy anything. Does Google rank that as bounce rate? So in case if the visitor lands on your website and doesn't do any actions like scrolling, clicking or something like that, so it counts by Google as bounce rate. So I agree with you that as for e-commerce websites, this uh, benchmark in 65 might be very low. So uh, for e-commerce, uh, we see and notice that they have higher bounce rates. For typical e-commerce store, the, the, the pretty common bounce rate is around 70, 75, and higher percent. But at the same time, uh, we notice that the pages which have lower bounce rate, they are ranked higher than the pages with this higher bounce rate. So even for e-commerce, it makes sense. And at the same time, uh, that's why SEO for e-commerce, um, I should not say it's not effective, it should be done. But at the same time, I should not tell that for e-commerce, especially if you are in high competitive niche, SEO is your number one, should be one your number one priority. So you should be more focused on other selling channels like Google Ads, Facebook Ads, social networks. So those are the channels which are more, uh, I should say, would be more effective from the cost standpoint for you. Uh, unless you have like a thousand of dollars invested in SEO and making everything super clean, super clear and uh, you are having uh, a couple of years in the bucket to wait uh, for getting results. Oh, wow. Okay, you see, you've mentioned something about health of the website. So yeah. that health of the website, how do you do that? And how often should one you know, do uh, a website audit? Yeah, so we have a tool which uh, monitors the website on a daily basis, and uh, it tells us if the website, for some reason, website is down, we, we are getting notification immediately. So uh, we are notified about that and we can fix that as soon as possible. Um, in terms of crowding the website for website health, so under website health, I mean 
we are checking broken pages on the website, broken links. So for example, we have some links in our blog posts which leads to third-party websites. And uh, for some reason, this third-party website is closed or they removed the article we linked to. So this link on our website is actually broken, which should not be the case when we are working on SEO stuff. So we are checking these uh, links and uh, broken pages at least once a week. Uh, and once we check them, we fix it, we are fixing them, and all this uh, cycle uh, repeats uh, week by week. But again, the website helps in terms of website act- when the website is active or down. We are getting notifications immediately uh, from the website. Okay, so for those people that use, let's say, WordPress, Squarespace, or even a programmed website, how will they apply these strategies you mentioned? You know? Are there different ways to apply them or are they all done you know, straight ahead? No, no, these strategies are pretty the same for, it, it, it doesn't matter what website platform do you use. Okay. Uh, the main thing here is to have smart web developer near you who will be able to implement all the SEO stuff you need to implement actually on the website. So that's that's the way how it should work. And the key here is to find out the guy, a high-skilled person in web dev and stuff. Interesting. Okay, I think these strategies are so huge and <laughs> all I can say to everybody listening right now is just go try it out because you said something about analyzing, about managing, analyzing and tweaking your you know, your activities on your website. So I want to know this part because I know you are always inspired by something, you have people you follow, you mentioned, um, is it Brian or yeah? You mentioned Brian. Brian, Brian Dean, yeah. Brian Dean and his website is called Backlinko. Okay, Backlinko. Okay, what are your, you know, favorite SEO blogs that help you stay updated with your content marketing strategies? Um, so I personally read uh, Search Engine Roundtable from Search Engine Journal. Uh, I always, I'm subscribed to Brian Dean, I'm subscribed to Neil Patel. So, um, maybe a couple of years ago, I was subscribed to a bunch of bloggers and all these uh, writers, but uh, to last year, I understood that I can't uh, like consume all this massive information. So I like cut this list to like, let's say three or five uh, people in the niche. But at the same time, yeah, like Search Engine Journal, Neil Patel, Brian Dean, I, it will be more than enough for you to know uh, everything about SEO stuff. As for, as for, at least for beginners level, for sure. And uh, in case if you need some deep dive, you can go to uh, some other people like uh, this guy from Moss, Moss founder. I can't recall his name, but anyway, if you if you type like uh, previous previous most founder, they'll be there. So uh, yeah, and some some Google guys like David Mueller, uh, he has his weekly and probably even daily uh, chat sessions with SEO specialists. 
for, from, from Google headquarter so you can like review the, that uh, stuff as well. Right, right. So, uh, is there one special update you can give to us before we close the curtain for today on SEO? One special tip, one of your favorite special tips that you can share with all listeners. One special tip. I should say focus on content. Make sure that your website is has fresh content and you are providing new content at least once per week. So that will be that will make you at least like a couple of steps ahead of your competitors just because not everyone is doing content. And not everyone is doing great content. Mm-hmm. So if you are doing great content and we're professional one so you have much higher chances to get trained amazing amazing content you know the question that would come into the head of one is where can i get the latest content um, they can be gotten you already mentioned bosomo yeah, bosomo is a great place to get, go get um, content and ideas yeah content ideas yeah. right yeah, content ideas and uh, not actually go there to you know, copy and paste the content. Yeah, you get the ideas from Bosmo and there are so many of them, but Bosmo I know is ranking the highest at the moment for providing very correct information. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So, um, Victor, I really appreciate and I want to say we thank you for saying yes to be on this podcast. I really appreciate and more also be having you on more of our podcast because you you so unleash so much value and I want to say a very big and gigantic thank you and I believe our listeners are all saying the same thing too thank you so much for giving us so much value thank you thank you for this opportunity actually and I really appreciate you uh, putting attention to me and uh, calling me to this podcast I really appreciate that and yeah, I uh, wish all uh, your, you and your subscribers to grow in terms of not just SEO, but in digital marketing and grow their businesses. Again, thank you for this opportunity to share what we do, uh, what we do here. And yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about this opportunity. So thank you for that. Thank you so much. Thank you. So for now, everybody, we say a very good bye. Thank you. Discover yourself, grow, and transform your world here at Smiley Talks with your host, Joseph Paul Smile.